listening to Barstool Bender. Welcome back to Barstool Banter. With us today, we have a couple from Season 1, Chloe and Miles. They are actually moved up in the ranks. In Season 1, they were Episode 4. Now they're Season 2, Episode 3. Woo-hoo. Thank you for coming back for Round 2, guys. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Always mm. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Well, let's get this party going with the traditional opening shot so I can start this timer. Cheers, guys. So, Chloe, in season one, uh, you were Miles' plus one. Um, Today, however, uh, it's all about you. And that being said, you're also a very interesting person that we found out during and after. Um, That being said, how's the Build-A-Kid workshop going? Oh, God. Well, I don't have any kids, and I haven't thought about building any, so uh, not so well for me. Not so well for you. Can't speak on anyone else, but not so well. (laughs) What about the uh, orphanage bar that you were also talking about in uh, episode four last season? It was for puppies. I was going to say, wasn't it for pets? Well, our friends are getting puppies left and right. I feel like it's not. Yeah, but not not for me. Well, it's technically an orphanage bar. Yeah, (laughs) they just keep bringing the puppies to the bar. Exactly. So, I mean, in that aspect, I get to see everyone's new puppies at the bar. So, yeah, everybody's so happy about their puppies too. But kidding aside, we found out a while back, and then this is after. Before we get into that, when when did Superior, like every bar in Superior, become either like a lesbian-friendly dog bar or a dog-friendly <laughs> lesbian bar? <laughs> I don't know. Every time I go to a bar, there's a dog there. But is there a lesbian there? Yes. Maybe. Probably is. I don't, I don't ask. I don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Right. At least a closet lesbian. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. Every time she walks into the bar. Like <laughs> Every time I walk into the bar, it turns into a lesbian bar. Lesbian I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. When Dave, you said, all kidding aside, and we're talking about kids in an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> it was written like that for a reason. Speaking of which, <laughs> Chloe did a Klondike bar as her first shot, so <laughs> what you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah, well, a lot. It, I thought it was a Thin Mint shot. It smelled like a Thin Mint. I'll have that for the rest of the year. See, every bartender should be able to do what Johnny does. Like, I'm chewing mint gum. Make me a shot. Yep. And he did just that. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I do that to people. When I go to a bar, I'm like, I just had a bloody. How do I follow that up? And everybody just stares at me like, I don't know. (laughs) Why don't you know? You're the one drinking it. No. Kidding aside, Chloe, uh, we found out um, (laughs) a a little while ago. Matter of fact, when SpaceX was starting... uh, uh, the the Crew Dragon launches and the test, we found out that you worked for SpaceX. I did. And this was not brought up in season one. No. So what did you do for SpaceX? So I was an E&M technician, which is electromechanical technician. I did a bunch of little things like soldering on um, like their computer boards. I did robot programming, a lot of camera work for stuff. So um, a lot of the things that you see when you view a launch mm-hmm. um, those cameras some work on those and um, like sensors and stuff like that okay yeah hey, how long did you work at SpaceX eight months eight months yep very short lived but it's very expensive to live out there so oh yeah I bet. so short that's what I was just gonna ask is where were you living when you did that when I first moved out there I lived I in Southern California right by um, the school out there Know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. and it didn't. I was like right over the, I don't know, the road. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. Are you being sarcastic? Do you really know that area that well? Okay. <laughs> anyway, it was. Right Might not know this cool. about Dave. He's well traveled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially in that area. Mostly, <laughs> mostly running the uh, funnel cake stand and mm-hmm. the tilt a whirl, but <laughs> oh, let's, let's not do that. Right, right, next, right next to the school there. Oh, right. yes, the school. Yeah. Right. That's right off the mainway, or what do you call that? The uh, Midway. Midway. Right off the Midway. <laughs> like by Main Street? Yep. Corner of, uh, corner of yep. Midway and Carousel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I lived on <laughs> Southern <laughs> Cali, and um, I didn't like it there. I lived, lasted like three weeks there, and then I moved, I moved to Covina. So in the morning, it was about a 30-minute drive, and on the way home, it was about three and a half hours. Because of traffic. Traffic. Yeah. Gross. So, I mean, it was a win that's in the morning gross. and a lose in the afternoon. But, I mean, 
I didn't really know anyone out there. I didn't do anything out there. Like, my life pretty much revolved around work. So I didn't mind the drive. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I drive like everyone out there, um, which is an asshole. I drive like an asshole. <laughs> and so, I mean, it probably, if I drove normal, was like a five-hour drive. No. But. And probably if you would have drove normal, you would have got eight up and. Yeah. Probably would have never made it home. Yeah. It's like, I got to get over 10 lanes and I want to do the speed limit. I can't do this. Yeah, driving is horrendous out there. I once, I had a cop pass me. He was probably going like 100 something because I was going 90 in the carpool lane. And I definitely <laughs> thought I was going to lose my license. But he just looked at me and kept going. So, whatever. Just waved you along like, hey, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He was like, eh, whatever. Why are you going so slow? Yeah. That's why you put the blow-up doll in the uh, passenger side. (laughs) Right. Like a little string, so a wave. (laughs) Is there anything that you miss about working for SpaceX? Oh, my God. Everything. That was... um, I don't want to say my dream job, because I have other dream jobs, but that was... I loved every minute of it. Like, you know, people are like, oh, like, what career would you like to do so it doesn't feel like you're working and I'm like that was it you know I we worked sometimes seven days a week six days a week for 15 hours a day and we lived off coffee and sushi and I made the best friends out there and I saw the coolest people we saw celebrities and I mean Elon Musk and I mean I've met the astronauts that went up on Crew Dragon and I just didn't feel like I was working there like I was always ready to get up at 3 a.m. like Let's go work. Let's work until seven, eight, nine at night. Like, I loved it there. Like, I never once was like, oh, I hate my job. I don't want to go to work today, you know? Not one time. I've never felt like that in my life. It was it's, amazing. It's, it's hard to find a job that you feel like that where you're excited mm-hmm. to go in every day. Right. Um, you know, you head hits the pillow and you're like, oh, God, I can't wait to get up in four hours and well, again. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I remember flying out. Um, my interview was kind of like you know, super quick and whatever. They flew me out. I did my interview and I flew back the next day. But I mean, I remember standing there and I was standing in the lobby and in the lobby they have um, like a a capsule, the first one that they tested or whatever. And they have a landing leg that comes down for the launches. And Mm -hmm. you're standing there and you're looking at all the people and you're looking at the, the Merlin engines and all of this stuff. And you're like, I have to work here. Like, I will literally die if I don't work here. Like, I will never forgive myself if I don't get this job, you know? And you're like, I got to say everything perfect and do everything perfect. And I, for the flight home, I was so nervous and I cried and I was like, man, I didn't, you know, I didn't do well enough. They asked me like, oh, why do you want to work here? And I was like, actually, I want to work for NASA. Like, sorry. And I was like, yeah, that was the wrong thing to say. It was the worst thing to say you know, ever. They, they were probably looking for candidates that wanted to go to NASA but couldn't right. get in because NASA is very strict. It is. Uh, so they, they seen somebody who had, you know, high aspirations about, uh, you know, space travel. Right. So yeah, it's probably a big reason on why you got the job. I have a quick question. What does SpaceX fly you out on? <laughs> you just fly commercial like yeah. every other show. Oh, that's, yeah. that's up on and a it sun was country like, plane. It was the worst hours, Go too. Go sun country. Yeah. It was um, um, they, a red they eye. They picked her up in the space shuttle. <laughs> um, you don't remember they that They discontinued launch? those. It's actually just one drone with a net, and it just shoots out a net and catches you. <laughs> We've heard about you, Chloe. Yeah, it's an unmanned drone, and it just scoops yeah. you up. And then if you don't get the job, you have to walk your ass back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's 20 bucks for you. Yeah. Elon Musk, if you're listening, that's a new hiring technique you could use. <laughs> yeah, but don't hire them until they actually find their way home. Do not you give our really. readers ideas like that. You heard it here first on Barstool Band. Just call them in three hours. Hey, did you find your way back home yet? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Lost you, in don't the have, desert. you don't We're have dying. a job. Well, <laughs> you're not re- resourceful enough to work here then. If you can't find your that way back home. That was a test, yes. The whole thing was a test. <laughs> that was the interview. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Can you build yourself a way out of the desert? <laughs> so Give it, you duct tape and chewing gum. I'm going to diver the shit out of this. Find a salvaged, like, old rusted-ass car. <laughs> Make it out, stupid. <laughs> duct tape and chewing gum. Can I at least get a <laughs> trash bag as no. well? Don't you always have one? I always bring a trash. <laughs> Fuck <bag>. you, Johnny. 
the first question of the interview. And where is your trash bag today? <laughs> <laughs> your, your time at SpaceX, you must have learned, um, you know, a lot of stuff. So for the people who don't know, uh, the, the Starship that Elon Musk is building, mm-hmm. um, where is he planning on sending that thing? Um... Starship, I don't think is going to Mars. I think Starship is um, the project taking people on like tours around the moon. There's a lot of different projects. So, is Starship for people who don't know the Elon Musk is building it down in Florida, Cape Canaveral, correct? Texas. Texas. Yes. Well, I'm way the fuck off then. <laughs> NASA was Cape Canaveral. Yes. He's doing his best to not be NASA and do it better than NASA mm-hmm. in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> I so, say he's been doing a pretty good job. So he, he's building it just for tourism, space tourism. Yeah. Yep. And that brings me to the next thing. Uh, did you have any aspirations about moving to his Mars colony? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would go anywhere off this planet if that man asked me to. Okay. <laughs> like... 100%. So it, that kind of ties in the next question. This is a Johnny question, by the way. Uh, is is that because uh, the dating scene for you had gotten a bit stale, or are you better off with Miles now? I'm definitely better off with Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, but, Miles looks so insulted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's better than... <laughs> Miles, you're better than going to Mars. <laughs> Chloe, um... As a rocket scientist of sorts, because, <laughs> I mean, you weren't really doing rocket science, but you worked for SpaceX, mm-hmm. which had to do with rockets, technically rocket scientists, and again, of sorts. Um, how would you explain your work to a potato so we and our listeners can understand? Usually the saying is, explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old, but I like explain it to me like I'm a potato is <laughs> so much better. Yeah. I like that one um, so much better. My work as, okay, well, I get, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to explain it because like, I don't know, a mechanical board, I'd get one every morning and I cover it in this pink stuff, I mask it off and then they spray it so it doesn't electrocute all the other boards in the rocket and doing well. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) And that was my job all day. I protected electronics. Sorry, I was trying to signal to Johnny that shot clock hit zero. And and, and, and thankfully, this time uh, on the first shot, I don't have to do a sweaty Mexican lumberjack. What is that? Yeah, that would be the Yukon Jack tequila hot sauce and mayo, and Dave lost a bet. So. We had that four solid like minutes of him thing. just retching by the garbage can. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope that makes no, it. I, I, I didn't throw up till we got to 7 West. I want the record to state I did not throw up till we got to 7 West after the podcast. And since then, I have forced two other unlucky, unlucky souls to do that shot. Yeah, he did that to me uh, Wednesday night. We happened to have met a couple people out and ended up at, we started at TAT, went out to Last Resort. And Dave decides that after we had been drinking already for a while, I already had severe indigestion. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh man, I got heartburn like super bad. So we're drinking apple pie shots. He comes back to our, uh, the table with a sweaty Mexican lumberjack for me. I'm like, are you kidding no, just to, but you did it, right? Oh yeah, and guess who didn't throw up? Oh, 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 like a champ. When Nikki swallows something, it stays down. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> and like there a, is your build boss. kid workshop boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we had so much fun oh, with God. you guys. Uh, you know, on episode four. I mean. I remember uh, th- this is before Kane started. We were listening to a little bit this afternoon, and Kane's like, "Holy shit, Dave! That sound was horrendous. Thank God I'm here now." <laughs> yes, thank um, you, Kane. But You're th- welcome. there was so much of that podcast that I had to remove because of time. That I really just want to publish the entire unedited version of it um, because you didn't want to be on the mic. You really didn't want to be on the mic. You were it's like, well, Miles is going. I'm just going to come there and support him. But you had more mic time on episode four than Miles did, oh, wow. and we rambled on for a half hour about <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> oh. 
you know, and obviously the build a kid workshop bit, you know, it kind of went over real well. With <laughs> <Yep>. Um. <laughs> It was an adopt a puppy bar. I know. Yeah, it, it, it started out. Right. The, the, it started out as the, the question kid. was: the question was, if you had unlimited amount of money, what kind of bar would you build? Yes. Your answer was uh, a, a, a like a, a, a puppy a, adoption a, bar. Yeah, puppy Which adoption bar. I came to like right after we did that podcast. Um, I got an ad for this place. I think it's literally called Fido's or something, and they. They do that. They adopt out dogs to people at the bar, and I was super bummed about it. I was, like, really butthurt about it that someone actually already did it. Oh, you should sue them. We, 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 <laughs> we have the evidence that it was your idea. Like, can you imagine doing, like, the weekly like the weekly drawing, but every weekly drawing somebody wins a dog? <laughs> or, like, shake a day and you walk away with a puppy? Nobody would sign up. Oh, my God. No <laughs> one would own a puppy. Have you ever seen these people play shake a day? Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Chelsea would sign up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, Tat, Tat needs to uh, join forces with Arf and uh, do something like a monthly drawing for a puppy. Aw, yes. How amazing would that be? Or maybe you'd have like, to. You'd have Tat to. would cover the adoption fees. Right. You fill yeah. out whoever like wants a dog. You fill out all the information, and then they put it in like a little drawing, and you're like, "Hey, you get a dog this week." And you're like, "Oh my god!" But you wouldn't sign up if you didn't seriously want to take home a dog. Right. Yeah. Because oh, right. you'd hate to like do a puppy giveaway and then just be like, oh well, I don't want this. Like, right. A month later. Or maybe something we can do is we can reach out to Arf see if they want to become one of our sponsors, and every guest gets a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the new segment. Just hey, by the way, here yeah. you go. Here is your parting gift. Oh my god, you gave me a chihuahua. I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> I live in a small one bedroom apartment. What am I doing with a Saint? Ger- St. Bernard, oh. <laughs> he has one eye, three legs, and his name is Lucky. <laughs> also, he's incontinent. <laughs> That's when you live in different continents, right? Explain to the potato. <laughs> <laughs> I know what incontinent means. It happens right. when I sneeze well, and cough. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, I, I do have one thing to say about the whole... Adoption thing, I did think of you. Ah, because don't say oh yeah. In in Seoul, South Korea, <laughs> they have a raccoon bar now. Oh, <gasps> you can like interact with trash pandas. And I'm like that what? is horrible. Like, like I mean, it'd be cool on some level, but like, what happens when you come home with rabies? Okay, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. If I'm ever invited, back, minute, I want to go. That's what, what we're doing the next podcast. What, what do you mean by a trash panda? Raccoon. Raccoon. Trash panda. Trash panda. I pictured like a hooker with two black eyes. You've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. You called them Flame and Yaw down in in (laughs) Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) Raccoon good eating, so fuck off. (laughs) But you you both work on million-dollar planes at Cirrus Aircraft. Any notable persons who have bought a plane or have had a plane repaired by you guys? An MLB Hall of Famer bought his uh, jet, but he had everything customized from top to bottom. All these custom colors. The seats were baseball stitching because he was a baseball player. His number was hidden in the graphics of the plane. He had his silhouette of his swing on the wings. He had his nickname on a nameplate that lit up every time he opened the door. So he was very humble. Yeah. He's a very humble guy. Yeah. Super humble. He loved, he had his, like I said, he has nickname everywhere, custom colors, and he, I believe his story was, hey, I love Cirrus so much, I want this to be the most expensive jet you guys have ever built. And I had, at one point, I held the keys to his jet in my hand. Nice. Jets have keys? Like, no, it, just for the roar, door. Roar. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> just for the door. Okay, okay. Just for the doors, they have keys. But you know, what I, you know what? I tell people I've held the keys to a jet before, and people go, wow, that's super cool. And nobody questioned me ever until you, Johnny. Yeah. Everyone just assumed, oh, keys to the jet. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, you no, land you in Alaska. Someone needs to jump my jet. Yeah. I'm dead. Sorry. Yeah, I just have a car battery up in the front. You pop the hood and everything. I you literally, literally never thought about that. Before. Anybody got like, some cables? Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have flooded it. Yeah, no, just a—it's just a push of a button when you get inside, and uh, these. Oh, my Jeep has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah mine, same thing. Exactly, same there. exact thing. 
Oh, by the way, I don't want to undersell how awesome Chloe's work was and how much she loved working at SpaceX. And we watch, we we count, we have a countdown every time. She leaves work early. She goes to, off to the side. She goes, there's a SpaceX launch. There's a SpaceX launch. And we watch them together. Oh. And she is bawling. She is absolutely bawling. She loves it. And we're watching all these different camera angles of the uh, the ship. Once it's in the space, you can oh. see the camera's looking down on everything to make sure everything's working right. She's like, oh, I installed those cameras. Okay. I installed that fin. You see that fin? I know that. My name is on that. My fingerprints are up in space right now. That's I wanna, fucking that is I just wanted to make sure awesome. to not undersell. Like, no, she yeah, was it's, just it's, underselling. Falling is a huge passion. I, 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 she rocks it's at It's a it. huge thing because, like, so SpaceX is, like, known for reusing their rockets. Like, yep. that was part of their huge pitch. Oh, that's fucking order huge to, that they do that. Do that. Yeah, so... It, it's it's a lot of people are saying that it was fake because a lot of times when it lands on the barge, the camera cuts out. I'm sorry, it's a fucking camera. It's hot. You have an explosion happening ten feet from the camera. It's mm-hmm. gonna die. Right. Uh, but just how they're landing it is, I I couldn't figure out how to fucking do that. It, it's when when they launched the demo two, when they launched Bob and Doug into space, I was a mess. I love and it Bob was like, and Doug. <laughs> I know, like oh, the two yeah. most basic. Our first astronauts <laughs> that are from like a private company. Yeah, Bob and Doug. I, I, I did. Been two golden retrievers, but nope. They're... I literally did Google it to make sure it wasn't Bob and Doug McKenzie. Right. <laughs> I did. But um, it was. It's crazy because like I was crying because it was so cool and we've worked so hard and like the friends that I've made like they're some of my best friends in the whole world. But another like aspect of that is. Your fingerprints are on a piece of hardware that you signed your name saying that I did this exactly how it should be. And, you know, if you lie on something like that and something bad happens, like, your ass is going to jail. Like, you are going straight to court and they're not going to defend you at all. And, like, that's a whole thing, you know, with our jobs, too, is, like, your integrity has to be 100% there. So, like, that's a part where... Like, I like to watch the launches as well and, like, make sure, like, oh, well, nothing's going wrong. That was possibly, you know, one of ours. Because we've had that happen when I was working there. Someone, you know, signed off on some stuff and it went wrong and they were out the door. So. It really is life and death at that oh, point. for sure. Yeah. Well, what's the aftermath of the launch like? Just light a few candles, have some Chardonnay, make a little night of it? It's just me crying. <laughs> I mean, he moves on with his life, but it's I was just really me hoping like, that would be something. So no. I, I, I think where Johnny's trying to go with this is your time at SpaceX. Um, was there a huge milestone that happened in the company when it comes to a rocket launch, new piece of technology, a uh, huge milestone that you celebrated with everybody at SpaceX while you were there? Um, so one of the coolest things is when you walk in, they have mission control. And it's all, like, it's a room, you know, but that whole room is all glass. So you can see into mission control and you can watch everything. So every launch, the entire company would go down and we'd all, like, it'd be, like, concert packed to watch this launch. You know, you have the mezzanine, you can watch upstairs. Um, if you ever watch them online, you see everyone or, like, the people, like, talking, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they're actually doing that right behind you. So, like, all the people, all the noises, like, those are live. So I think um, I wasn't there for like one of the big major launches, but uh, every launch was just a huge celebration. And it was super surreal because um, Gwen Shotwell, the president and Elon and everyone, they'd be on the floor with you. And, you know, that's one of the times that I've, I've met him. I've said hi to both of them and I was shaking, you know, oh, I was like, oh my God, he's there. Like I'm here, I'm watching a live launch and we see it faster than the YouTube live you know, right. so I just that's that's one of the coolest things that you get to come together as a company and meet people that you've never met. But you guys all come to work every day and you do the same thing and you have the same dreams and mission and everything like that. And so I just wish that more companies were like that, you know, to celebrate. I don't want to say the little stuff, but the not as important launches as well as the big ones. Well, I feel like that's a big difference between a company that uh, I mean, it, it really anybody that would be working there. Mm-hmm. You've been fantasizing or, you know, growing up wanting to be that thing that you're doing. Uh, there's there's more little kids behind the passion. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Little kids want to be a, 
astronaut. Right. They want to be a, you know, somebody who builds airplanes or they want to go up into space. Like there's so much, I imagine there's so much passion behind that versus a uh, whatever, you know, company X somewhere else. Not right. to use the word X, Virgin, SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, <laughs> uh, you know, they like they, I think it was in New Mexico, Virgin Galactic actually uh, built a spaceport. Uh, right. Well, Michael Bolton. No. Yeah, well, let's just go with Michael. I, I was going to go with Elton John. He's at least a knight. Uh, what, what was the purpose of the... Because the, I watched Bob and Doug go up, mm-hmm. and the one thing that they made sure to show the camera was this little purple floating dinosaur. Yeah. What is the deal with that? Like, that seems like just... You're in a billion-dollar spaceship. Zero with this G. Yep. Stuffed animal, but... Like, yeah, I get it stuffed, but like, it's just floating around the cockpit. Like, So that was a toy. I can't remember whose kid it was, but they were like, oh, pick a toy to be your zero G indicator. So that when it started floating, you know that you reached zero G. And so that was one of their kids actual toys. And um, let me tell you, I tried to buy one and it sold out everywhere. Well, now it's only the second favorite purple dinosaur. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, uh, a launch is before. Is a dinosaur from my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Not this dinosaur. This is a good one. But yeah, that's what it was. It was a, a zero G indicator, and um, they had um, a little Earth. Very technical too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super technical. Well, and it's it's funny because um, like a lot of people online are like, I bought my zero G indicator, and everyone's like, What is that? Like that sounds expensive, and it's this little sequined dinosaur from and Joanne th- Fabrics. This is why I wouldn't be. I can't be an astronaut. This would be my zero G indicator <laughs> when the beer starts floating out the can. Yep, we've hit zero G. <laughs> and I can just go like this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you go like that every night, anyways, man? Oh, oh. <laughs> well, now it's on camera. I want to eat bubbles. My back to the camera, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> so all we have is Dave just going like. <laughs> can, so. so, but back to it. I, I hate to keep talking about your time at spacex but i don't i find it yeah. so fucking interesting <laughs> I, I since i was a little kid you know i've dreamed of going to space but you know i'm approaching 40 i'm a fat fucker there's no way i'm getting in nasa uh but elon musk is you know maybe by the time i hit 60 i can go to the moon or something for sure um so it, it's very interesting to me that being said where's the car at right now so, funny you should say that. Um, I think it was two days ago, Mars was the closest it's going to be to Earth um, for the next 15 years. Oh, yeah. So, he doesn't care about the launch window no. at all. Um, oh, it's yeah. Elon. The car is just passed within 5 million miles of Mars. Oh, wow. So, that's the closest it's been to Mars. So, that was kind of like a big goal that they had. Um, otherwise, it's just chilling out there. So, I don't know where exactly, right. but... So can can you explain to our listeners and Nikki? Yeah, very confused. What, the the car, the car. Um, the car was kind of. I don't want to say kind of like an fu to everyone, but it was. It was like, hey, I'm going to launch this car because I can. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be like almost like a practical joke? Yeah, like, it I was can, like, I oh, what are you going to do? Launch a car? And he's like, uh, yeah, actually, a Tesserati. Let's go. And he put Starman in there, and they yeah. played Rocket Man. Over and over. And um, I, I, I remember when he launched that car. What was it? Uh, February 6th on my birthday. So there's yep. a legit car floating it's, through space. It's, it's a legit right. car. Yes. A Tesla. Yeah. Yep. Here's the photo of it. It's a legit car that he launched back in 2018. Um, and it is in space. It's supposed to eventually go around the sun, right? Or I don't know. It's approach the sun space or something. junk now. It's not junk, but it's space junk now. Okay. I don't think they're going to go get it. Anybody got the keys? So that, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who has the fob for that car? No so wait, that's not an running? actual... <laughs> I'm sure you can find it the, on The eBay. dude sitting in the driver's seat, that's not an actual like person. No, that's... I, a, you don't assuming, know that. It's just a, a suit. It, We're yeah. assuming it's just There's a suit. theories. We're it, assuming it's just a suit. Yeah, it was one of Elon's enemies. <laughs> 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 It used. It was. Uh, Here, get in the car. Let's right. go for a drive. It's the CEO to Look Virgin you, Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> Comes a drone with the net again. <laughs> uh, I just want to add how 
how, like how professional, how like kind of a genius and fun that Elon Musk actually is. He has the cars, the Tesla series, and it's like the S series, the E series, the X series, and mm-hmm. the Y series. If you put them all together, they spell out sexy as a car guy. And then he just recently came out I with like the, he just recently came out with Tesla shorts, which have the S E X Y on them, and they were sixty nine dollars and four twenty cents <laughs> <laughs> on his on his website. There he made sure to put them sixty nine four twenty because that's what immature or whatever. But I mean, he's still a brilliant billionaire. But I was like, no. oh man, this guy's probably stuck up. This guy is so whatever. No, this guy's actually just like a. A, a kid with a billion dollars and just likes to have fun and like oh, blaze yeah. it. Oh yeah, and he, and he smokes pot on on podcasts. Like nope, no, I, sort I, of I, like the, the the modern day Howard Hughes. Exactly, you know? yeah. exactly. Or I Tony mean, Stark. That's the only thing. Well, yeah. probably, probably <laughs> well, that's, that's who that's who to Tony Stark. Stark. That's who Tony Stark right. was based off. Exactly. Of, was yeah. Howard Hughes. That's why his father's name was Howard. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Mind so blown. fun fact about the whole huh. um, like Tony Stark thing. There's everything in. Not everything in the building. The stairs in the building are glass, which is kind of unnerving. No, um, yeah, I wouldn't go up those stairs. Them, but the elevator's also glass. So when you How step the hell am I getting to the second floor, then? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Rope ladder. You, how would you know you're on the second floor? Right. Break, break. Well, count like, the ones ahead, count the ones below. It's awkward because it makes you feel like a piece of shit, like a fat fuck, because you're holding your fries and your lunch going through the glass elevator and everyone's taking the stairs and you're just making eye contact with everyone who's like, <laughs> fit, fun, friendly in L.A. And you're like, no, I got like three pounds of fries right here. Well, that's when you just stare them in the eye and just <laughs> shove like, a mouthful of fries in your mouth. <laughs> so do, do people like shy away from wearing skirts and dresses? Hell no. I mean... California. No, that's all I can think of is going up no. a flight of stair glass I stairs. Got to make heels. sure to wear underwear that day. Well, or no, or no, or no, or no. I wore or heels no. for my interview, and they're like, "Let's go up the stairs," and I'm like, "There's an elevator right there, please." <laughs> and they're like, "No, we're taking the stairs." What you brought up, Iron Man. Oh yes, yes, yes. As she's holding her chili cheese fries at the interview. <laughs> no, on the oh first gosh. floor when you um, when you go into the elevator, they have a life sized Iron Man that's sound- signed by Robert Downey Jr. And it's pretty cool. Oh, you almost said Tony Stark, didn't you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> She's a rocket scientist, dude. She doesn't make mistakes. Also, Elon Musk uh, makes a cameo in Iron Man Three. He talks to Tony yes. Stark, and he goes, "Hey, Tony, I'm thinking about making a a speed track underground or something." He goes, "Oh, cool, man. Sounds good." And they walk by, and they just keep doing what they're doing. And then later, That's it's fun. talking about the the speed tunnel that he actually yeah. end up building. But it's like him talking to. Tony Stark, another billionaire who just... So it's like a meta thing in, right. in, within the well, movie. Well, I mean, Elon Musk is so weird, too, because he made a cameo appearance on Rick and Morty yes, as, as, Elon. As, as Elon Tusk, Tusk. from, yep. like, a different universe or whatever. And Yeah, because he, he did a... He's a huge Iron Man fan and a huge Rick and Morty fan because he wasn't all sci-fi or whatever, you know? And there is yeah, the, the whole life-size Iron Man, a life-size Rick, that, and, and I'm sure there's other characters as well, probably a R2-D2 in there somewhere. They have the Fallout guy. Oh. A big-ass okay. Fallout guy. So, so guys, I'm, I'm sorry, but I hate to cut you off, but the inner alcoholic Emmy really wants to do this shot. <laughs> he really wants to get out? <laughs> Party time. We need to get rid of the shakes. Actually, those were gone a little while ago. But Shake a day is a different yeah. thing. <laughs> totally different. By the it's way, actually, um, sorry, Nikki Shakes. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's actually kind of surreal because you're in um, you're in downtown, like Hawthorne, California, and um, like the address like is Rocket Road. And uh, it's cool because they're like, "Oh, where do you work?" And I'm like, "Oh, the place with the uh, the rocket in the front yard and the castle to the left." Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Monty Python. I'm not sure if that's a sentence that's ever been said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird because you'll pull in. There's the parking garage, and you got the rocket, their first um, booster that they landed. It's in the front yard, and I've taken a bunch of selfies with it. Do the neighbors complain? Like, get this old car out of here? Yeah, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. And uh, they have the castle. You know what? I, Bringing down the property value of my castle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he owns the castle, so he doesn't care about property value. The castle is over the boring company, which made the flamethrowers, which not not, flame not the flame yeah. and not a flamethrower. Uh, yeah. Also, it's it's not that it's a boring company; it's a boring company. Well, like they bore into our holes. <laughs> and so he goes up and down. Oh, 
goes both ways. Goes all right, all right. <laughs> and when, who's, who hangs out on top gonna, of that castle? I'm not going to make a, it out of this a, building. <laughs> oh, they have a knight. Elon, please be gentle with us. <laughs> but they have a knight, like a legit knight. Yeah, they had a person. When they had the, the boring company, um, like, unveil or whatever, uh, they had a dude in a knight costume yelling at people. Monty Python insults. Your father... <laughs> it smells of elderberries. Yeah. Your mother was a hamster yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he was screaming stuff. and It was it was cool. It's so cool there. Good old Elon Musk, like a child with a billion dollars. So the, the, the boring company they're doing, are they, are they planning on... Uh, Breaking uh, the USSR's record of the Kobe borehole or whatever. No, there's no. He was that, just that hellhole thing or whatever that they dug. No, yeah. they like some some place in like Kazakhstan or Siberia or something. They just decided to drill a hole as far yeah. No, as it's the deepest hole in the world. Yeah. But what they do at the Boring Company is their uh, the the tunnel. They, they Elon was upset that there was so much traffic, and he's like, "Well, we can make it faster by cutting out everything." And just hook your car up to some tracks and launch it underground. Oh. That's it. So a subway? Yeah. Okay, kind <laughs> yeah, of. Like it's, 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 from my understanding, uh, it's basically a vacuum tube, so there's no air resistance. Like at the bank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. yes. Potato. Yeah, like underground. the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I just went full potato there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what you were saying to... To say things is like uh, to a five-year-old or to a potato, and ding, 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 <laughs> like at the bank. Wow, that was a lot. Like of at the bank. There's, uh, Do you want a sucker, Miles? Yeah, yeah kind of. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah, Kane is stealing my comments. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by SpaceX. Yeah. Just well, so, maybe. So we'll see. So the Borden Company is the ones that did the not a flame. Not a flamethrower. It was like six hundred bucks, and then they. Uh, you would good. You'd it would be a propane powered flamethrower, uh-huh. and they weren't able to ship propane tanks. So then he would write a letter to you and saying, "Sorry, we can't. Here's we can't sell you the tank through the mail." So then he would give you a five dollar bill attached to a letter, and Elon Musk signed like a handful of them and said, "Go get yourself a propane tank." And a guy I work with has two of them. Because he knew that they were going to go up in value once people said, holy mm-hmm. crap, you're not supposed to have a flamethrower for personal use. No, you're and, not. And, and, yeah, he has two of them. <laughs> no, it's actually not illegal in most what? states. No, you can totally have a flamethrower. Like, it's, yeah, they did a Mythbusters on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of build your own on YouTube. I mean, we live in Horrifically wrong. Yeah, yeah. build your own. Well, the, 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 the problem with, with um, and I may be completely fucking wrong on this. But it would have to be like the World War II Vietnam era flamethrower, which is that basically tanks of napalm. Oh, my God. Um, if, if I remember correctly. Right. But, okay, so the, his not a flamethrower is a pimped oh. out a super soaker. So instead of you're not, so instead of a plastic tank where you'd fill water, it's the metal tank you'd add your propane. And then at the tip of it is metal as well, and it launches like a 15-foot just yeah. fireball. But it won't, like attached to anything and burn like yeah. Vietnam where it was just, it would just cover you yeah. in your flames <laughs> in live fire <laughs> and at some point you are it's worse if you're wearing rayon or something awful like yeah. that <laughs> then it's then it's gonna stick to you and you're yeah. covered in napalm yeah no, so it's like you know the, those if you got hit with it at some point you're gonna be perfectly cooked <laughs> and then you're gonna go to well done oh. <laughs> by the flame retarded pajamas Retardant, not retarded. We heard you. Okay, potato. Retardant. Whatever. Okay, potato. I'll be potato. Those better be the next shirt. That's going to be a new thing. Okay, potato. Okay, potato. Crap, I'm going to get called potato all the time now. (laughs) We're going to get your face on it, too, just like a caricature. Well, I mean, I I am about to uh, do another merchandise around winter winter edition. Ooh. I want to be in charge. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, you know, pay to order. I'm not going to get just a bunch of merchandise and hand it out free. Uh, we're going to get some hoodies uh, that'll stay barstool banter on the front, stitched, uh, not printed. It's going to be stitched, and on the hood, it's going to have like guest, fan, host, producer, editor, potato. <laughs> Potatoes a thing now. Have you? Is this the first time we heard that that you've announced on the podcast that you're doing yes. this launch? Yes. Oh man, we're the exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. 
Yeah, th- this is uh, an idea me, Kane, and Nikki came up with yesterday. Uh, now it's we were thing. completely sober when we came up with these ideas. Yeah, I don't remember. Not completely sober. I, say, I saw you guys I yesterday. Well, yeah, you were serving us yesterday. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, you did. Wow. Oh, you, my Nick, God. Nick, you've had conversations yesterday. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> totally sober. Yeah. You served me when I was sober, too. I didn't get yeah. really drunk until after you were already done with your shift. <laughs> so, Miles, speaking of, like, you know, serving people and whatnot, where do you come up with all of your Tatterday posts, which are, you know, I'm going to dress up. I don't clue. Where did you get that butt? I gotta, I gotta ask, man. Like, I spent a good five minutes looking at that. My, like, mama gave it. my mama gave it to me. Oh. I got it okay. from my mama. I got it from my mama. I got it from my mama. <laughs> I'm that, actually, I'm so, dead serious. So your did. mom gave you a prosthetic ass. Yeah. Okay, um, so I've, I, I, growing what's up. What's that for? For pictures, for Halloween, for you whatever. For jokes. I, yeah, I didn't ask questions either. About. Uh, but ever since I was a I was a kid and I've always like she always made oh god she oh god I'm sorry it, it wasn't Bowie rocket scientist and uh, what's your hobby so she what we were saying for what we were saying with that that prosthetic rubber butt cheeks were for she said practice which was not picked up by Mike no it but, was not uh, for her that but that that last one but, I the rubber the last one I did the rubber butt for she, my mom goes. Because I tell her all the ones I do, and she goes, oh, I got your rubber butt you can use. You should use this rubber butt. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So she gave it to me. It's her friend Donna's, and she gave me this rubber butt. And I was like, okay. I told Andy, the owner of the tad, and I said, Andy, we need to do bottomless mimosas. And he's like, yeah, okay, we'll do bottomless mimosas, but why? I said, well, I just, just do it. And so then he brought in a case of champagne, and I had that rubber butt. And I was like, he's like, oh, gosh, I don't even want to ask anymore. He took the picture, kind of like not wanting to look at it to look at me then he took it but that's what the rubber butt was and like I said I got it from my mom it was her idea she actually pushed that one on me um, yet another sentence that has never been spoken before <laughs> my mom pu- I got it from my mama yeah um, my mom pushed the butt on me she the was rubber very butt. adamant that rubber I right. enjoy the butt <laughs> you guys saying your moms don't give you guys butts anyways nope, <laughs> nope. that's enough that's your thing. Comedy runs in your family that your mom has a rubber butt. Well, that, well, that's th- another thing. Like I, I'd say all these times of like I'd used to shoot movies when I was a kid, and I, I'd have friends, and we just dress up funny. I'd go around in, in a trench coat and glasses, and I'd pretend like I was a, a caricature of a detective, and I'd walk around with a briefcase and everything as that's a kid. No, a flasher? No, I was a I was a kid, and it'd be funny now. But no, uh, so I was a. <laughs> So I was uh, doing stuff like that. I'd always dress up, and just recently, you know, I'd get more and more costumes and stuff over the years. And my mom also works at a hospital, and I would say, "Mom, can you get me a lab coat?" And she would just go, "What size?" Like she wouldn't ask me <laughs> why no do questions. I need. Why do you need a lab coat, Mom? She doesn't, she doesn't ask me why I need a lab coat. She just says, "What size? What color? Do you need scrubs to go with it?" I got the little booties for your feet too, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I need the whole setup. Get me the whole setup." She's like, "All right, cool. Come by my house later." And I was like, "Thanks." And then she's like all these times and. Uh, so she's totally used to it. My buddy asked me, Miles, you seem like you'd be, he, he just broke his leg. And he goes, Miles, I, I think I need a cane. These crutches are really suck. Do you have a, do you have a cane? And I said, yeah, what color do you need? <laughs> and he, he's like, you would have a cane. You would. I go, yeah, I got the black one. I got a gold one and I got an aluminum one. He's like, yeah, I should have asked you first. I was like, yeah, you should have. Like, so I just have a bunch of props and everything. And a lot of times my tattered day. Uh, so if you need any, uh, if you need any durable medical equipment, uh, yeah. hit up Miles. It took for you. Minister, the last shot. I'm no now. doctor, but I, I can dress up and give you props like what? Mad you props. Know, th- this next question might have to be removed, depending on your answer here. Yeah. Um, does your <laughs> mom still work at the hospital? Yep. She's. All right. The- cool. Can I get a scrub <laughs> uniform, a lab coat? What size? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a triple XL. I'm a Nikki's. Nikki's into the, the, um, the doctor. But, but the, the, oh, this, yeah. the, this has to do with uh, you know. In this, I'm are gonna, you going to be make dreamy or make steamy? Because I, I need I'm to gonna know. Go, I'm going to go around the table and Probably ask what everybody's going to do for Halloween. <laughs> but I need that for um, a character that the person I'm dressing up as does. Scrubs. Yes. Oh, scrubs are no problem. The, the whole doctor surgeon outfit. 
I, I said, I have a, I got a lamp. You can just buy no, scrubs wait. at yeah. Like, yeah. the oh. yeah. place. Literally savers so for Halloween right now. That, that being said, I'm going to go around the table. I'm going to start with uh, you, Chloe, with Halloween right around the corner. Do you have any ideas? For a costume this year? Yes. No. No? No, we don't. We pretty much hit it out of the park last yeah, year. Yeah, y'all killed it last year. Yeah. Hey. What and was I remember last year? We were... Um, Doc and Marty. I almost yeah. said Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were not Rick and Marty. We were Doc and Marty, and I well, was that's Doc. An idea. Yeah, and it was good. It was super. No, good. you guys killed it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there were very few costumes that I think outdid mine last year, uh, and you guys were one of them. Yours was really fun too because yours was like interactive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you want a guitar pick? And then you pull out the little baggie. Yep. Of <laughs> so it's super fun. It, it was it was flower, and I've had a couple people say I'm an asshole. We're giving them a little baggie of flour. You did tell, you told everybody I was there, anybody that you handed, because he had a pocket full of bags of flour. Left and right. But he told everybody that he handed it to, dude, it's just flour. Right. And if you did that bag, I don't know how to do Coke. So if you did that bag. If you injected one bag. You did a thing with that bag. <laughs> Other than laugh about it, you're a fucking idiot. Yep. Yeah. You were a potato. So, I mean, yeah. th- th- this year, I think me and Nikki, we're going to top ours. Um, but Chloe said you guys haven't thought of anything. Well, uh, and do, literally do you... the, the day after, I was like, we got to think about next year. And no. I, no, we haven't. One of them we were going to do is I was going to dress up as Steve Irwin. And she was going to dress up as uh, those, you know, those foam shoes called Crocs. And she was going to be a croc, and I was going to be Steve Irwin, so I'd have an excuse throughout the night to tackle her. (laughs) (laughs) So long as it wasn't a stingray, man. Right. right. No. He would have to be the stingray. So, Kane, do you have any ideas for how? Yeah, I do. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Yeah. There you go. Come on, man. Johnny's the shoes. He's going to walk around your hand on your pants the whole time? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And have a football. Yeah. Football rules. You've, you've got to carry a box of shoes as well, somehow. Yeah. Like, like somehow, you, you got to incorporate the shoe salesman into the into the yeah. costume. Or are you going to wear this walking around with a, a poke high a poke high school yeah, jersey? Oh, actually, I was going to order the bulk high. I, I just mean, got I'm mixed sure up between Al Bundy and Billy Madison. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, yep. And also, speaking of Halloween, while John, Johnny's making drinks, but when he comes back, he's going to let us know what he's thinking about Halloween. But we're going to. Seek out people who have awesome costumes, and we are going to do a three-minute interview with you. Fun. That'll be mashed up for the Halloween special. Super fun. Oh, Barstool banter. Well, kind of like what we did with uh, on the customer appreciation night with Miles yep. outside of yep outside of Tad. Uh, like and, a short little yep. tidbit video. And, and we we also did uh, me and Kane did it uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day this year. But unfortunately, Corona lockdown happened the very next day, and we felt it was inappropriate to post anything from that. You know, that's right. That was uh, St. Patty's Day was the last day. Yeah, it was. It was at yeah. uh, Bar St. Patty's Day that yeah, Saturday. Oh, gosh. Um, that was you know, like three years ago. Yeah, I don't know. That feels like forever. <laughs> All I know is there's a video of me singing Miley Cyrus horribly. <laughs> That someone has. No, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we have that footage. Oh, please. Do we? Oh, we do have that it. footage. Oh, shit. No, no, no. We do have that footage. I forgot about that. Um, I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> no, too late now. It's going to be fucking posted. <laughs> no, I haven't even seen those videos because so, I had to work that night. But So, Johnny, are you, you don't want to see those? Are you going to dress up for... Because it's it's Halloween and Bar Halloween. You could dress up as a mixologist. I hate you. (laughs) Dress dress up as uh, the Talford from Bar Rescue. John John Talford. Oh, oh, hate him too. (laughs) Uh, No. um, So I'll be working here at Aces on First uh, for Halloween um, this year, and uh, we'll have four behind the bar. And I floated the idea amongst our bartenders to go as war, pestilence, famine, and death. <laughs> or horsemen of the apocalypse, because it's fucking 2020, 2020. and this Brilliant. fucking is bullshit. That's yep. perfect. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm war. I think uh, Cade was going to be death. 
And I'm not sure whether Chaz wanted to be pestilence or famine, but yeah, whatever. I think that would be a apropos. For sure. Yeah. So that means that means on the nose potato. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what potato also, are you looking at? Because there's two in this room. What's pestilence? Right what's pestilence? Pestilence. <laughs> it's now you know when you take your pants off and you're walking around with no pants. Your pestilence. I oh, I do that. Penicillin. Okay, so now we have three potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so before we close everything out with this shot, um, Chloe, I'm going to ask you uh, to do something for me here. Okay. <laughs> In episode four, season one, I asked Miles to recast Back to the Future. He couldn't do it. Like, we, we, we you know, half hour of us rambling and I cut down to 10 minutes. <laughs> so, I want you to kill Miles right now and I want you to recast Back to the Future real quick. Okay, my 100% mind would be Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. But they've Thank already. You. Okay. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Because Miles couldn't do it last time. I think Miles that's could. already a movie. <laughs> it was. Well, it is, yeah, but it's. You know what? That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Way to put me in my spot there. Both of you. <laughs> we love you, Miles. We really do. Um, so, yeah, before we do this final shot, um, anything you'd like to say while you have the microphone in front of you? Thanks for having me as the main guest. I really appreciate it. It was super cool to talk about all the space stuff. I could talk about it all day, but... Could you ask Elon Musk not to sue us for... You know, if it comes up, I will. Yeah, I will. I'll put in a good word. Okay. Miles, any... You can have all of our microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do a shot with All $18 yeah. worth of equipment. Yeah. No, I, I, t I tell you what. If Elon Musk... If somehow this podcast makes it into Elon Musk's ears, uh, and he has a problem, he can just fucking come on the podcast and set us straight. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, might Tell us like it, up, it is. Might I might send an email. Smoke up, you know, yeah. lights up. Dirt. Well, that's fine. I, yeah. I'm sure Chaz and Kate will be cool with it. Uh, be like, dude, we just brought Elon, Elon Musk into right. your bar and you're yeah. pissy. He smoked something in here. Right. I'm going to just throw out there that the bar's not open while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki got bored again. <laughs> I was done talking. Well, we got bored with Nikki. Yeah, yeah. that happens. Sometimes I get, yeah, I get bored with myself. I only have potatoes for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they were, I had an Irish joke. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Miles, anything you would like to say for? Uh, thank you guys, everybody, for having us. This is so cool. And you definitely see from season one to season two how much more professional, like you were saying, super cool. We got a whole crew here. Yep. Johnny, awesome bartender. Thank you very much, Kane. You're always awesome. You guys always ask those hard-hitting questions that I like to listen to. I hope everybody listens to this one and continues to listen to Barzu Bender. Sorry, Dave. So, shots? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Should we so do I've, these shots? I've poured these yeah. things. Right after he mentions how professional we're doing, right. I just die right. whip full potato. <laughs> <laughs> one potato, two potatoes. So, potato, you know, potato. guys, guys, thank you very much for coming on. No, this is very last minute. Thank, thank you. It, like, less than 24 hours ago, we talked to you about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, but thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. Um, sorry we didn't dive in back into Build a Kid Workshop. So for Barstool Banter, I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Nikki. Oh, I'm Johnny. Yeah, I go, I go next. Sorry. I'm Kane. I'm Chloe. I'm Until the next podcast or we see you again, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>